Welcome to the LFG Podcast. This is your host, Lady Fatima. So we are on the second season of the Book of Ruth. And this season, we start with series one, which is the Bible study. And we are concentrating on the verses one to five. Right. So if you haven't listened to the reading of the first chapter, just pause this video and go back and look for chapter one, have a listen, and then jump straight back onto this one. So without further ado, we just begin. So this book of Ruth is a very phenomenal and prophetic book and it is very short it is just a book that has four chapters and 85 verses it is one of the books in the bible named after a woman and the other book is the book of esther so now my main aim is for you to start with me and see how God was working behind the scenes. There is a lot of loss and pain in this chapter. We see the Almighty is very much active in all situations. And for us, the readers, we learn how God works in difficult times and we don't even have a clue that he's at work. So the first verse says, Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land and a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to dwell in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. So we will see that in this first chapter and the first few verses, we get to learn about the names of places and the names of people so that is why i have titled this series the names of people so here we go so we find that in this first verse there is bethlehem there is judah and there is moab so these places we are going to look into what they mean why they were named what they were as we continue so we want to look at the time period the time period which is outlined here is the judges this is the place where we need to concentrate on why they have indicated that it is some Thing that happened during that period when the judges ruled and what happened in this period what is it what does it mean that the judges ruled so we go back to the book of judges and we look at why this period is indicated so the first verse we're going to look at is the book of judges chapter 2 verses 16 to 18 so that we just get a picture of that period so it reads nevertheless the lord raised up judges who delivered them out of the hand of those who plundered them 
yet they would not listen to their judges, but they played the harlot with other gods and bowed down to them. They turned quickly from the way in which their fathers walked in obeying the commandment of the Lord. They did not do so. When the Lord raised up judges for them, the Lord was with the judge and delivered them out of the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge. For the Lord was moved out to pity by their groaning because of those who oppressed them and harassed them. So that is Judges chapter 2 verses 16 to 18. And I like using the New King James Version and it is the version that I will be using throughout. So another verse again still in the Judges that we are going to look at is Judges chapter 17 to 16 so that you get to know what was happening during this period and what brought the famine about. So Judges 17 verse 6 reads, In those days Israel had no king. Everyone did as they saw fit. That's the other verse. So now we see that it is a period where people did not care. They just did what was right according to them. Every individual did what they saw fit. And we also look at Judges verse, um, chapter 21, verse 25. And it reads, In those days there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. So that's a confirmation. We've looked at the three verses and that is a confirmation that this period people did what they liked. So God brought a famine upon the land. That's why there was a famine. So now Elimelech made a choice to leave Bethlehem and Bethlehem the meaning of Bethlehem is house of bread. So this house of bread, the promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey, had none. There was famine. There was famine in the land of bread, the house of bread. The bread, bread is the <laughs> bread is no longer in, in, in Bethlehem. So now Elimelech decided to move, take his wife and his two sons and leave. So the verse 2 says, The name of the man was Elimelech. The name of his wife was Naomi. And the names of his two sons were Marlon and Kilian, Aphrodite of Bethlehem, Judah. And they went to the country of Moab and remained there. So now we see uh, more names are coming up and we're still are going to look at all the names and see their meanings. So like I said, Bethlehem means house of bread and Judah is praise and it's the tribe of Jesus. Judah means praise and Elimelech means my God is king. Early meaning my God. So Elimelech, my God is king. Naomi, Elimelech's wife, her name means pleasant, you know, lovely, lovable. 
and now we'll look at their children what they named their children so one was called Marlon and the other Killian so Marlon means sickly a man of weakness so that is the meaning of Marlon and Killian means the pine one you know like wasting away and Ephrathites is their tribe uh, Ephrath was the ancient name of Bethlehem so that is why they are called Ephrathites and Ruth means a friend and Opa means neck so as we continue to read the verses we come across the other names but I've just had a little breakdown so that as we continue we get to understand and we have to also see that in the ancient days names meant a lot names had a meaning so deep that that name was given to that person according to their purpose in life so now we continue and look at the meaning of Moab the history of Moab so Moab means son of the father and this came about after Lot's two daughters committed incest they had no husbands and they wanted to have children and they were just left with their father Lot so they decided that they would trick their father give him a lot to drink and they would both go and lay down with him to get these children so one of the daughters called Hassan Moab so that is where the Moabites come from that is the beginning of the Moabite so that is all about the second verse that we can draw out of it so we continue now and move on to verse 3 of the book of Ruth the first chapter and it reads then Elimelech Naomi's husband died and she was left and her two sons this is the third chapter Elimelech is dead already and now Naomi becomes a widow in a foreign land and she is just left with her two sons verse 4 then Elimelech Naomi's husband died and she was left and her two sons now they took their wives of the Moab the name of one was Oper and the name of the other Ruth and they dwelt about 10 years so now we see that they continued to just wallow in this sin they've taken Moabite wives which is against the laws so they continue to violate the law and intermarry with pagan nations which is a law and I will take you back 
the reference verse we're going to look at is Deuteronomy 7 verses 3 to 4 and it reads nor shall you make marriages with them you shall not give your daughter to their son nor take their daughter for your son for they will turn your sons away from following me to serve other gods for so the anger of the Lord will be aroused against you and destroy you suddenly so that is the law they were not supposed to intermarry with pagan nations and this is what we see that they did here and the verse says that you will not live long if you do so and that is what eventually happened verse 5 then both Marlon and Kilian also died so the woman survived her two sons and her husband so this is the fifth chapter all three men are dead so Naomi has lost all her family and just remains with her two daughters-in-law so this is the way I have thought about naming this series about naming our children or even your business or your pets anything that you have to give a name it must have a positive meaning because we want to run away as we know that names are very powerful we want to run away from just giving somebody an, a negative name that will have a very bad impact to their journey in life so when we're naming our children we need to give them good names names that we see that you know whatever it is it will form their lives it will give their lives meaning not negative names if you're naming your child pining one like the sickly one i know like if i give an example of where i come from our parents would name the children according to whatever situation they were going through at the time if it was sad they would even call you tears or something to do with crying it was so attached to their situation they didn't think of your growing up your life they just thought of themselves at that time and would just use that if it was a good time you'd be lucky because you'd have oh some people are actually called lucky so there were so many different uh, and awkward names and you would wonder why would someone name their child that but when they're naming their children at the time it's because of what they're going through so now when looking at this we don't know if uh Elimelech and Naomi when they had their children they were one of them was sickly or one of them was depressed so that's why they had to name them you know with those names describing uh, their situation at the time or is it the children i'm finding it hard to convince myself that it is the children that were ill because they named their children when they were born so i'm thinking it would have been the case that they named them because of what they were going through at the time so maybe 
shall we say <laughs> let's have a little play around with the situation let's have a look at uh they got to uh, moab and elimelech died so was he a sickly person This is what, you know, I'm just thinking that why name your children that? And also like what made him move? Was he afraid? Did he move out of fear and not trust in God? Was he directed by God? And if it was out of fear, because when we do things out of fear, we make matters worse things don't turn out good when we just act out of fear and not having trust in god so this is just a roundup of this family that lived in bethlehem moved to moab with their two sons marlon and killian who lived uh, with their mother after the death of their father um, they married Moabite women Ruth and Opa and they did not have children in the 10 years that they lived these couples did not bear any children so these wives were left without children so it ends with just the three women all widows no husbands so all have no children now naomi's lost her children through death and ruth and opa have lost their husbands and they never did have any children with their husbands in the 10 years that they were with them so this is the end of the first series chapter one to chapter uh, sorry verse one to verse five of the first chapter so i hope you will be able to join me again on the second series where we'll look at the other verses in detail we are just going to go verse by verse and get the deep meaning pick out all the nuggets that we can just suck everything out of the verses god bless you all thank you for listening take care and stay blessed this is lady fatima signing out This is Lady Fatima, just an apology, just note that I kept saying chapter, chapter instead of saying a verse. So it's not third chapter or fifth chapter, it's third verse. Apologies. Thank you. God bless you.